Doom Patrol, Negative Man, Elastigirl, Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mana! Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Calder. Your beloved patrol is Doom. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the world's greatest and longest running Doom Patrol related podcast where each and every episode we talk long and lovingly about the world's greatest and strangest superhero team and our favourite superhero team, the mighty Doom Patrol. Hello everyone, I'm Paul, you can find me on Twitter at this stage at reading underscore Hicks and we also have our website waitingfordoom.com and our Gmail which is waitingfordoom at gmail.com and all our episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and podgeen.com and you can buy us a coffee if you want to buy us a coffee. More on that later. <laughs> yes, hello, I'm Mike, you can find me on Twitter at AvantGarve, you can also find on Twitter our sentient show account that is Wilfred, he's at WFTPod. Hello Wilfred. Hello humans. And this week, this episode, this moment in time, very exciting stuff. It's the start of a new era of the Doom Patrol, Paul. Is it? Yes. (laughs) I was going to swear a lot, but there might be children listening. (laughs) Well, technically we are all children. That's right. Children of God. Yes. No, I mean of our parents. Anyway. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Them too, yeah, they had a hand in it, oh. I guess. Anyway, how you been, Paul? What's been going on? I'm okay, yeah. I, I was just listening to you say we're the longest running, so, you know, uh, you're referring to uh, the length of our episodes, like some have been 14 hours, 18 hours, is that what you mean? No, I'm talking about the fact that we've been doing this show, Waiting for Doom, for eight, nine years now? This is, in fact, episode 182. Yes. 182. Yes. Very, um, that's a stupendous number. If someone said, would you like 182 of something, you'd think twice about saying yes. Oh, uh, it depends on what it was. Yeah, it depends. If it was, you know, thousands of dollars, yes. Yeah. Would. <laughs> would yes, you, please. Would you like $182 million, Mr. Hicks? Sure. Okay. Now, that's probably actually a problematic number. That's, I mean, uh, I think once I got, I mean, uh, I'm naive maybe, but after $2 million, I reckon I would have trouble with that amount. Like, you know. It's you end up like smog from um, the habit. <laughs> oh, okay, that's that's yeah. No, I I no, that's not a problematic number for me, dollar wise at all. Okay. I, I've got lots of plans for lots of money, but I just mm. need the lots of money first. Um, but but yes, we, we've been we started this show on depending on where you were in the world, it was either New Year's Eve. Of um nineteen eighty oh nineteen eighty <laughs> two thousand fourteen or New Year's Day of two thousand fifteen. Wow! And it's now twenty twenty three. And yes, we've we've had little gaps where there's been nothing to talk about because you know there were dark times when there was no TV show, where there there was no new Doom Patrol stories for us to cover because we'd covered everything. So. On a, on a micro level, there are gaps in every episode of our show where there's nothing to talk about, but we still just do it. Like this bit. Mm-hmm. This bit right, mm. right here. Yeah. Yep. Just just helping with an example, Paul. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm very helpful. 
Yeah. Um, you, you were asking how I am, so I, I'm yes. going to swerve that into comics because I was reading some comics mm-hmm. late, uh, last night, mm-hmm. uh, lying in bed on my iPad, and I, I caught up with um, Strange Academy. Have you ever read a Strange Academy? Uh, no. That's a Marvel book about Doctor Strange teaching kids to be magic and stuff? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, not okay. so much Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Voodoo. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Magic with a K. Right at the, yes. at the end, not at the front, um, and yeah, Come several magic. other people. But it's a cool series, yeah, lots of fun and um, very. Um, I don't know. Scotty Young can write kids good. He can, yeah. and I like it. It's like um, it's like a modern Young Justice, but super super cool. Um, whereas I think Young Justice got a bit daggy, but uh, <laughs> daggy right. being an Aussie word for you know um, uncool, uncool, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I really like it. It's fun and. Um, Art by Humberto Ramos, who, who is still as um, fresh as a daisy, I'd say. You know, compared, to, you know, I knew him originally from Impulse, way, mm, way, way, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, back in the nineties, uh, mm. and um, yeah, it's really good. I recommend it, and they keep renumbering, which is confusing as hell. But uh, oh, Marvel! <laughs> um, how unlike Marvel! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although I can't. Yeah, DC are going to be doing that soon too. Um, which yeah, anyway. As you were saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but very good, very recommended, and Scotty Young will be at Heroes Con. I'm going to Heroes Con, um, so that's exciting. Have you been to Heroes Con before? I have been to Heroes Con. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. We must have just yeah. missed each other by like yeah. a year or something. Yeah, right. yeah, we did, yeah. Anyway, um, what about you, Mike? Um, yeah, I've, I've Some actually... Tales of Mike. Yeah, I've, I've actually just made tell a, me. A, I'm trying to. Shut up. <laughs> What have you been doing? Putting up with you. Um, I've actually made a small dent in the to read pile. Uh, Caught up on some Wonder Woman recently. I thought you hit it with a stick or something, or like a a tire iron. No. And you you damaged your comics, no? No. Why? How dare you? Why? Well, you said dent. You put a dent in them. Not physically. Oh my god. A mental dent. You've given me a mental dent. Um, and then I've hopped on board and am enjoying the ride so far on Action Comics. I've been, I've been catching up with Action Comics since the Rebirth era via trades, but I've, I've hopped on board starting with the Superman Kal-El Return special and with Action Comics starting at 10.50. So I think I'll keep buying the trades that lead up to that point in time because I'm enjoying them. Yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've finally come around to, you know, enjoying the soups. Wow. Who are you? Who are you? I know. The real Mike. I know. I know. I'm a rich tapestry. I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm a theme park full of mystery and excitement and adventure. Take it right. I mean, no, wait, wrong show. Um, So, yeah, uh, that's been quite good. And and just for a mini rant, talking about DC also renumbering books, really annoyed that Wonder Woman is getting renumbered after 800. It's like, yeah. Well, well, I know why they do it because first issues of a series sell more. Also, just not a fan of Tom King coming on board as the writer, starting with issue one or eight hundred and one of that book. So, yeah, mini a bit. Uh, I, uh, anyway, stay positive. Yeah, Tom Mike. King, you never know what you're going. Is he going to stuff up another character, or is he going to write something that doesn't really work with continuity, but is is really good? You never know. It's yeah. one of those two things, but, mm. you know, 
maybe Jeremy uh, Jeremy Adams will come along and fix what he writes later. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> wow, it's it's almost like you've gone through that sort of experience before. Oh. Oh. Mm. Maybe, yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll wait and see. Heroes in Crisis is still getting attention and getting repaired in DC continuity today. It's amazing. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Mm. I'm talking about the latest Flash issue, for those of you who read it, the last page. Here right. Mm, that's, that's, that's a whole lot of people who died in Heroes in Crisis. Look at them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good, good to know that. DC's yeah, no, but I mean, up, we yeah. really liked. I mean, I've been reading Wonder Woman. I really like the creative team. I really yes. like. Uh, you've got the Cloonan. You've got the uh, the W Conrad. Yeah, yeah, their yeah, stuff yeah. really enjoying. Yeah, yeah. At least they're still on Batgirls. Have you, have you done, done done the Batgirls? Uh yeah, I've I've read through Batgirls, but I've 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 jumped off. Women. <laughs> no, that is not. Don't you fucking dare! There we go. First swear of the episode, and we're only about. I don't know what ten minutes in. Cool, we, we lasted long. Um, no, I've I I don't know. I, I've just the the characters, I guess, just aren't gelling for me. Uh, like I, I gave it the twelve issue chance, you know. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, I stuck with it for a while. I was just like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. It just it just wasn't working for me. Um, mm-hmm. But it's got its fans and people are enjoying it, and that that's great for them. But for me, it was just like, oh, I don't know. It just it just wasn't working for me. So, but yeah. like, I'm loving, loving that, that, that creative team on, on Wonder Woman. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm going to miss them. So how dare you say, Hey, do you want to know something weird? Yes. Always. Okay. I was checking Not out. Not too weird. Uh, I was checking out, um, Wilfred's Waiting for Doom page on Facebook. Guess, right, yeah. guess how many followers that page has? Four. 1.2 thousand followers. What? <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know what has gone on there. <laughs> this isn't an April Fool's thing either. This was taken... This the, this snapshot I've taken was on 26th of March. What? It, it's got 1.2... Yeah. That was the day after my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and did you get up too much for your birthday, Paul? Did you have a good oh. birthday? I had the best damn birthday. I I only got one. Well, I got two presents, but I only got one on my birthday. But yeah, basically, my wife has said getting you to Heroes Con is the present that we can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, so bless my wife. And yeah, but um, it was fantastic. So I, I I woke up. I got given a booster gold and blue beetle uh, McFarlane set from my son. Nice. nice. Yeah, action figures. I'm talking about not real people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we then we went. Uh, my wife went swimming. I had a really bad cold, which I still have. <laughs> a week later, oh god, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I couldn't go swimming because I didn't want to swim around in like it's a warm water pool with all the oldies. So that's where I'm at now. And um, right. yeah, it's nice. Um, and I didn't just want to leave a sort of you know snot slick on the surface like uh, creep show too. I didn't want to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was very good of you. To not yeah. Do, that. do you remember Creep Show too? Vaguely, vaguely. I think it was one of yeah. many horror things I watched as a young teen. Yeah. It had the oil slick in the in the water that was killing people. Yeah. yeah. I well, love I it. It's classic. Yeah. Um and um yeah, so yeah, and then then we went to the cinema 
and we saw Dungeons and Dragons, which is the best damn film I've seen in a long, 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 long time. Great wow. fun. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's a corker. You know, 20 years from now, people are going, oh, Dungeons and Dragons, what a classic. You know, I'm glad I own that now that the streaming wars have broken out into full, uh, industrial conflict. And, um, yeah, my vision of the future. Right. Anyway, uh, and then, then, so, and that was with my wife and my son. And then my wife went home and cooked me a cake. Wow, nice. <laughs> yeah. And me and my son stayed on and we watched John Wick 4, which was oh, wow. awesome. Yeah. Which had 4 billion people getting killed. And it was <laughs> awesome. The 4 stands for how many billion people get shot in that film. Right. No okay. innocence. No, never any innocence. That's the one thing I like about John McFaul, and there's never any collateral damage with innocent people. Okay. So, And I think that's a deliberate move by um, Keanu to make you feel guilt-free while you watch it. Right. And once again, if, if you like dogs, it's a good film. Uh, oh, okay. Anyone who's mean to dogs gets murdered. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's kept that theme going. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. good fun. Good fun. And wow. then, yeah, came home, cake, and then we watched, uh, we watched The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Chernobyl. We ended the night with some Chernobyl. <laughs> what a roller coaster of, of, of mood. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, my, um, my son really likes Last of Us. That's one of his favorite videos. Ah, okay. And we watched the TV show and we kept, Sam and I kept saying, oh, that, that's by, Craig Mason and the guy from um, Last of Us, and he did a show called Chernobyl, which is really, really good and mm. very interesting, mm. but not much fun at all. And yeah, my son's finally relented, and we watched. Oh, and this, this, this oh, oh my god! Oh, go. I, a couple of weeks ago, I was at home and I was like, "All right, I'm going to order Chernobyl because I really want to own it because it's cool." And I right. think one day the streaming wars will, wipe, you know, break out of the conflict, <laughs> and no one will have a copy of anything. Yeah. So I, thought, I want to have a physical copy of that. And I was, I went onto the JV website, had ten dollar off birth, birthday voucher. Right, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put it in my basket, and then I thought, oh, I've got to go into town and post some stuff that I sold. I'm selling stuff on eBay. Yeah. To cut cut a short story long, um, and then. I was in town. I ducked into the Vinnies in town. The uh, this is St Vincent de Paul Society, which is like a thrift shop. And this putting that in for all our American lists. Do you know we statistically we have a lot more listeners than any other country. Um, anyway, and then and then I was in the thrift shop and they had huh. Chernobyl Blu-ray for two bucks. Wow! And I do I bought it and I came home and then I removed it from my basket. Wow! Okay. On the the, the the digital basket, yeah, the JB yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, which is I, like I, a Best Buy for you Americans. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Sanity's just gone. Sanity was a, like the the brashes of um, modern day. You have to explain both of those to our <laughs> substantial overseas audience. In the in the eighties, brashes was where oh you bought God. records. Mm, yes. Did you get a brash? You went to brashes. I have a brashes story. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, but, yeah. Bra- brashes were was like your, your vinyl, your cassette tapes, and then eventually your yeah. CDs, and then eventually your DVDs as well. And um, yeah, yeah. And then they went under, and then Sanity came along, which is sort of like um, DVDs and Blu-rays and CDs. Yeah. Um, and pop vinyls for quite some time, and mm, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Sanity just went under a few a few weeks ago. So yeah. they. They basically did a 25% off and then a 50% off and a 75% off as you walked past. And then, and you walked in there and you went, no, I don't really want to own that. And uh, you left. And then they were gone. Yeah. And, it was, and then some weird store popped up in the mall. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
so sad. But we still have JB Hi-Fi, which is like the best buy of... Yeah. The, the, they got into white goods, really. They is, did, which, yes. Which is really weird. Uh, white goods, I don't just mean white things. I mean like fridges and freezers and yeah. dryers and washing machines. And... Thanks, Dr. Obvious. But yes, I think, it was a, I think that was a smart move on their part. Dr. Obvious here, you appear to have lost your arm. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm bleeding to death, you bastard. Um, <laughs> anyway, should we maybe discuss some Doom Patrol-related news, by any chance? What do you think? I'm on a roll. I'm really actually enjoying just, you know, moseying on into it. All right, Doom Patrol news! <laughs> This sounds weird, but we're getting an issue four of <laughs> Unstoppable Doom Patrol. What? Yes. After issue three, there'll be issue four. But but it's a sneaky issue four, because originally there wasn't going to be this issue four. There was going to be a different issue four. Mm. So this issue four is an insertion, a tactical insertion into the um, the ranks of... So basically, uh, we were getting six issues of um, Unstoppable Doom Patrol, unless it's really popular, and then we get another six issues further down the track um, later in life. Yes. And yeah, so this issue four is actually a extra bonus issue. So we're actually we seven seven issues. There it is. There we go. We got there in the end. Thank God. Yeah, yes. and this one it's got art by David Lafuente, who's really good. And mostly does Marvel stuff, I think. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's cool. Anyway, so and it's about uh the Doom Patrol psychologist uh doing sessions with everyone. So um and I'm down for that because that reminds me of the Suicide Squad classic series where um oh. Yeah, Father Kramer would do um, mental health checks on everybody and then recommend that they not do missions and then they would that recommendation would be ignored. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Waller, what? Oh, oh, good Lord, yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, um, and there's a new uh, character called Dr. Cinco. Mm. Mm. Um, it's not because he sinks in water, but because uh, it's more synchronicity sort of spelling. Anyway, so yeah. there you have it. Excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the cover, well, the art that they've shown for it so far looks really cool. It's like all the team members kind of coming out of the Doctor's head almost. So maybe she... Is it a he or a she? It doesn't matter, really. No. Um, it the, the Doctor... Could be a they. Could be a they. Uh, the, the Doctor, whether they sync up mentally with them... If that's their power, I don't. I can't wait to see. It. But yes, we have a bonus issue. Well done, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, as they say. Now, the other <laughs> thing I wanted to mention. Uh, hang on, I'm going to blow my nose, and I'll just. You can cut. I'll mute. I'll mute. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> Didn't want to leave us not sneak slick around the place. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, creep show. <laughs> There is an actress called Stephanie Zakowski, who, um, for those of you who watch the Doom Patrol TV show, which may be many people who listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. um, she is the uh, the woman who plays Hammerhead in Jane's uh, alt- Alternate Underground. Yes. Yes, um, but she, if you're very excited, because I have spotted her on another TV show, she is a Vulcan science officer called Lieutenant Tavine Te- mm. on Picard, Star Trek Picard. Yes. Uh, yeah, and that's very exciting. And so I just wanted to point that out. And um, yeah, and she is a blogger and a podcaster. She's had cancer three times, unrelated, different cancers. Mm. Uh, she's doing one more than me. Uh, it's not a competition. <laughs> not a competition. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah, um, so yeah, check her out. Um, check out her stuff. Don't check her out. That sounds objective. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, yeah but she has a blog called uh, Chemo Skinny. So um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so very happy to see that she is continuing to get work. Um, and yeah, I reckon becoming a, a Star Trek character, particularly an alien where they can see your face, mm. is. That is a massive boost to your career. Like, she's got the cons for the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, Picard. Picard's been bloody good this season. It's um, it's looked at the last two seasons and said, what if we made it good and done that instead? <laughs> I must admit, I love Star Trek. I've been to the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas a couple of times. I, I love my Star Trek. I watch it all, even the animated series, the original animated series from the... Was it late 60s, early 70s? Anyway, mm. I haven't even finished Picard Season 1 yet. Just jump to... Can I just say jump to... Jump to um, 3? Jump to 3! Okay, okay. Jump to 3 is a roller coaster ride, whereas, um, you know, um, Season 1 and 2 are like making pastry. Wow, okay. But not automated, it's all manual. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. What did I say the other? It's, it's like window shopping for hinges. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right. They yeah. say that, do they? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, for those of you who have left Twitter, I want to tell you the joke that I did on Twitter because I thought it was bloody good. God. <laughs> I can't stand people without toes. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ah. Yep, that's... Yep. That's a, that's a good one, Paul. That's, that's thank, you, thank you, mate. <clears throat> I, I still get the occasional um, text message from Paul that mentions toes since that joke was launched. <laughs> uh, yes, well done. <laughs> Idiot. This is a focused show, isn't it? Highly focused. Highly focused, yep. It's like La- a laser. Laser, yep. Laser focused. Laser focused by a drunk. <laughs> um, any other doom news we need to get through? Um, yes. Well, um, now some of you may know that, uh, we've been doing the buy me a coffee and, um, mm. yeah, what we have decided to do with the people who buy us a coffee is we will mention them every single episode. And this is what we're going to call birth of a caffeination. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, they are Ashford Wright, AJ Wright from the right on network who does, uh, straight out of Gallifrey, straight out of, uh, the Federation. He does the, um, the four who rule the star, the, um, Seinfeld one, the Manhattan project, which is about Seinfeld and friends. Uh, he does the, the Batgirls podcast. He does, uh, what are, he does the Huntress, Huntress podcast. Um, fantastic network. I love every single show on his network. They're always a delight and fun. And, um, yeah, so check out AJ's stuff. It's the best, the best. Uh, we also have uh, Tim Price, who's also on that network, the the pod crasher, he is sometimes called. Mm. Yes. Yeah, uh, we've put up fairly high uh, walls which to keep him out, um, and they have worked mostly. Uh, he got into DCOCD a couple of times. But, yeah, he is uh, on the Outsiders podcast, uh, the Outcasters, the Outsiders yes. podcast, and they're currently, they've just hit the Baxter series, where it was used to be Batman and the Outsiders, then Batman left, and guess what the comic changed its name to? The Outsiders? Correct. Yes. Oh, thank so, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They should have called it The Outsiders without Batman, but no, they just went with The Outsiders. A bit obvious, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, we also have uh, Arbad, 
our friend from Brazil, I believe, Fabio Albert, a long-time listener, uh, mm, knowledgeable, yes. drops oh, drops yeah. the knowledge on us every now and again, sends us an email, corrects us. Uh, <laughs> once upon a time, we made a mistake, and he was there to pick up that ball for you, the listeners. So thank you, Arbad. Uh, and Kevin, Kevin, our mate Ostrakos on, uh, yeah, Warsaw Cubicle, I think he's known it. Yeah, Kevin is a lovely man, and I have slept in his house. So he knew about it. I just want to say. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> was he there? <laughs> Does when he know? Gone, my, my flights got cancelled, and I got stranded. And, mm. uh, yeah, he put me and my friend Rifty up, and, yeah, very wonderful man. And yes. uh, he, he, I was able to read his copy of... Uh, my, uh, Avengers JLA, J- yes. JLA Avengers. So mm. that was the first time I read that. And, um, you know, we know the impact that had on our DCOCD shows. Yeah. So um, they are the foundation of our nation, our Cafe Nation. The, the and, founding fathers. Uh, of, founding of the fathers. Cafe, of the Cafe, Na- Cafe Nation. We get some women in there. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> if you would like to join our Cafe Nation, um, you can buy us a coffee. And uh, we will mention you on every episode. It may not be as long as this. might be longer. Who knows? Um yeah, but please, please think about it. You know, you can buy us one coffee. Lots of people bought us five. And this, I would point out that these coffees are Australian priced. So if you think you're going to pay American prices, you're going to get a discount. <laughs> Lucky. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. And we used this coffee money to buy comics, didn't we, Mike? Yes. yes Mostly Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Mostly. Because, <laughs> yeah, one comic over here is worth several coffees. <laughs> Seriously, I, 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 slight sidebar. I um, will end up owning four copies of Unstoppable Doom Patrol One by the time the fourth one arrives. Um, I had two coming from an eBay purchase, um, which were the two um, variant covers with "Who Will Jane Be Today" uh, with the mirror. Um, I have one coming from my regular LCS guy, but he only gets monthly deliveries these yep. days. I have to wait for that one to turn up. Yeah, that so I wouldn't went, work with a podcast, would it? No, no, not at all. So I went to one of the few, um, I guess, pop culture type stores that are open late at night on a Thursday, and they do gaming and comics as well. They Did had, you go to the one that treats you like crap or the one that treats you like shit? Uh, I went to the one that's a little, that has had a change of management Ooh. in the last year or so, and they're really up their game. Um, so well done to Comics Plus at Annerley. Um I raced in there on a Thursday night, found the last copy they had of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Um, and I went up to the counter, and, oh boy, I was hit by a slightly rude shock as to how much it cost. Was it... Uh, I, I think my cheapest one was seven ninety five. How much was yours? Higher. <laughs> oh, wait, $9. $9. Higher. <laughs> comic. Yeah, yeah. And even even more frustrating, uh, in most, well, in most of the comic shops I've been to here in Australia, they will have a little laminated um, table, sticky tapes, like like an Excel table, printed out and laminated and stuck to, Mm -hmm. you know, the the shelf. And it will say, you know, here is the US price you're looking at. And the next column says, here is the Australian price. And even that said it was going to be nine bucks. I was like, oh, Okay. Oh, and then this store had a separate column for DC Comics. I don't oh. quite know why. Anyway, yeah. So, as I said, 
you can either have one comic or several coffees. <laughs> so, <laughs> I my my thanks That's to the obscene. Ca- yeah, That's obscene. that yeah, is obscene. Yeah. Uh, so my, my thanks. Comic, sorry, my thanks to the the caffeination founders. Yes. Yeah, my comic shop, D's Books and Comics in Bill Connor. Brendan, um, I think he has his price list, but it's a little bit l- more modest than that. So, mm. uh, yeah, three ninety nine comic is seven ninety five. Oh. But if um, if you bought the fancy cover, uh, that went up to uh, nine eighty five. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can mm. only hope it, it's a rent issue uh, for that location, well, but I don't the know. Aussie dollar and shipping, I believe, are the two problems. That so. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hot uh, damn. Mm, yes, hot damn. That's one of many phrases that came to mind <laughs> when yeah. I paid for that comic. But it's well, look mm. if you know if it gets if it gets Doom Patrol sold, happy to take the hit. Yeah. Mm. And thanks again to the the Caffeination founders for enabling me. Yes, lovely. Uh, now that um, the ticking, Mike, what? what? What, what the hell? Oh, uh, what the hell indeed. No, you know what it is. It's the Doom Clock. Is that new? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Looking above the face of the mighty Doom Clock, we can see it has been just over 138 weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue 7 of Doom Patrol Weight of the World, which we discussed back in episode 161, over 20 episodes ago, wow, uh, from July of 2020. Thankfully, thankfully, the Patrol have begun their triumphant return to comics with issue 1 of the Unstoppable Doom Patrol, releasing this past week on March 28th of 2023. And unsurprisingly, we will be discussing that issue in just a few short minutes, well, hopefully short minutes. But first, Paul. Are you ready for the This Week in Doom Patrol History guessing game? I am. All right. I need to find the eight-sided die of... Oh, there it is. Whew, good Lord. Couldn't find it for a second. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see how many questions you're getting. <laughs> all right. I just realized uh, it's not an eight-sided die of doom that I've been rolling all this time. It's a ten-sided <laughs> Because, because you just got nine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at that and thought, how did I get nine and an eight-sided? Oh. Uh, right. you, if you count the sides, Mike. You can... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, thanks. <clears throat> all right. All right. Uh, question the first. The, question the first. Does the second letter of the given name of the comic writer for the issue appear in the word rhombus? Oh, my aching head. Um, hang on, I'm just going to look up the correct spelling of Rombus. Uh, the second letter of the given name. Yes. Of the first given name of the writer. Uh, yeah. Of the issue. Of the issue. Does that appear in the word Rombus? No, it does not. Okay. Alright. Uh, so, alright. It's not Grant Morrison. It's not Arnold Drake. It's not. No, it could be Rachel Pollock, could be Gerard Way, could be Giffen, it could be Paul Kupperberg. Mm. Mm. Um. <laughs> I don't know which of us you've stumped with that, but <laughs> I know I'm feeling stumped. <laughs> I'm stumped. <laughs> Question the second. Um. Is the the 
Oh my god. Is the first... No, is the second letter of the first name of the creator, does it appear in the title of a random book, let's say, Easy Peasy? Easy Peasy being the hot new children's book from writer Kai Garvey and illustrator Amy Kalauti. That Easy Peasy, do you mean? She's got the same surname as you. Yes, because Kai Garvey is my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Okay, so does the second letter of the writer's first name? Yes. Does it appear in the... Book title Easy Peasy? Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, so it could be Rachel. It could be Gerard. It could be Paul. Paul. So the. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so you made exactly zero steps forward in this. <laughs> Maybe how I said we were going to discuss Unstoppable Doom Patrol 1 in a few short moments. <laughs> All Question right. the third. Uh, oh <laughs> uh, does the first letter of the of the first name of the comic creator appear in the word pancakes? No, it does not. Okay, right. I so think that... you've eliminated one. <laughs> no, I eliminated two. Okay. Got rid of Pete and P and no, oh, there's no G in pancakes, is there? No. <laughs> I've been spelling it wrong this whole time. <laughs> Question the fourth. <laughs> oh Alright. Uh, so it's uh, it's. Uh, actually, did we do Giffen? Is Giffen still uh, Keith? Keith. That starts with E. Easy peasy. It wasn't. So okay, we've got rid of Keith Giffen. All right. Excellent. Uh, he was on Rhombus and. Pancakes and Easy Peasy, the fantastic new children's book by Kai Garvey and uh, Amy Kalauti. Yes. Yes. Now available to order on all places, buy us coffee. Um, let, all right. Uh, all right. So we're, uh, we're down to... Did I get rid of Rachel? No. I shouldn't be helping you, but I'm pretty sure Gerard and Rachel are still in the running. Okay. <laughs> of this bizarre race. <laughs> <laughs> that we're almost halfway through. Oh my god! Uh, all right, okay, okay. okay Question okay. the fourth. Come on now. Is the volume? Is the Doom Patrol volume of this? Um, is of this uh, issue? Is it a e uh, even number or an odd number? Uh, is it even? It is an even numbered volume. Volume five. We're in volume five. Volume five. Gerard. Question the fifth. Is the issue number higher or lower than issue seven? Higher. (laughs) Is the issue number higher or lower than issue seven? It's higher. <laughs> question the third. No, question the sixth. Ah, seven. Okay, so we went up to... No, uh, six. 
So. Oh, sorry, yeah, it's higher than number issue seven. Issue seven. Higher than seven, okay. So yes. yeah, I think it only went to... All right, is it uh, a two-digit uh, issue number? It is a two-digit issue number in volume, yeah, in, in an even-numbered volume. Okay, is it... Uh... This is question seven. Is the number evenly divisible by two? Easily divisible by two. Evenly, evenly. Evenly. Uh, Without any decimals. Yes, it is easily divisible by two. Okay, I'm just going to guess at this. Now, what question am I up to? Uh, (laughs) uh, That's not one of my questions. You're up to question, this is now question eight. You're up to question eight. Is it issue 12? It is not issue 12. Is it issue 14? It is not issue 14. Is it issue 16? You're out of questions. <laughs> going Am I on out to, of questions? You are out of questions. Going on sale for dollar ninety-five American on April 5th of 1994 with the cover date of May of that year was Doom Patrol, Volume 2, Issue 78. What? Yes. Uh, this issue was titled The Path of Vanished Alphabets and was brought to us by Rachel Pollack, Ted McKeever, Johnny Workman Jr., Lou Stathis, and had a cover provided by Kyle Baker. It was part four of the five-part Teresius Wars storyline, where things got even weirder than normal as robot man Cliff Steele had to merge his new robot body with Kate Godwin, a.k.a. Coagula. I was almost going to give you a hint of Clate, because that's what we referred to the we referred to them as ah, in that episode. Nah. Uh, so yes, the merged uh, Cliff and Kate had to uh, merge together to enter the world of the Teresiae to seek them out. Meanwhile, in the real world, the new Tower of Babel was continuing to wreak havoc. Uh, we discussed this comic all the way back in episode 106 from September of 2017, and you can find that in the Doom dossier for Volume 2, Part 3, over at WaitingForDoom.com, and that is it for the Doom Clock this week. I reckon two more questions I would have got. I don't think you would have. <laughs> <laughs> you have no faith in me, do no, you? No, I don't. <laughs> See, the, the, the damage... The, the, the psychic, emotional, soul-crushing damage is when you ask questions like, is the third letter of the first name of the artist a Wednesday? Or something like that. It's just, uh, come on. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I, I got a little bit confused. We both did. <laughs> and I had, all the, I had the issue and all the answers right in front of me, and I was still confused. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. Anyway, let's move on. I think Michael swaps the issues occasionally in the middle of this process, and I, I think that's I what's what's happened here. How dare you? I stayed up late last night to make sure I had all my notes prepared. All I'm just saying is there's no independent oversight of this process. I mean, there's no Price Waterhouse Coopers watching. You're right. So. What, I, what I'll do is to make sure that we're all, you know, because we're only a two-man show, a two-man <laughs> team, a two-man partnership, I'll send you, I'll text you a random page from the issue. <laughs> and No, I'll, I'll do better. I'll text you a picture of the cover of the issue. And that I way think you I'm should... Ba- yeah. You should post me a random page from the issue. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll cut it up nice and neat for you. Get out the scissors, <laughs> cut it up, um, you know, scrunch it up, throw it in an envelope, and mail it, it to you. Yeah, and if you postmark it the day before, then I believe we have a, right. a real real chance of um, believing you. 
and ruining my collection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> my Greatest Adventure 80. Ooh, page four. <laughs> nice. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's get on to do explaining before I die of old age. You are really slowing the show down today. Start of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It came from the depths of space, leaving death and destruction in its wake. It is called the Sun Eater because it eats suns. It, it, it's kind of in the name. It has latched on to the sun, robbing the Earth of its life-giving heat and light. The heroes of the DC Universe have banded together with the greatest scientific minds in the world to stop the monster as the world begins to freeze. If they fail to stop the Sun Eater, the Earth and the rest of the solar system will see their final night. Hello there, I'm Jeffrey Taylor. And I'm Michael Bailey. We're the hosts of From Crisis to Crisis, a Superman podcast. We cover the Superman books that came out between 1986 and 2006, and we finally reached the end of our cover date, 1996, which means we have gotten to the final night. Because this is one of the better crossovers that DC has published, Jeff and I thought that it would be fun to treat this like the event it is, and break up our coverage over four episodes. For those four episodes, we'll be covering the main series, issue by issue, as well as the Superman book that came out the same week. We'll also be taking briefer looks at the other crossover books to give Final Night the treatment it deserves. And if you're hearing this, that means all of the episodes are edited and ready to go, so it will be coming out on a weekly basis. Seriously? Yes, seriously. They're all edited? Y yes, Jeff, they are. Edited and ready to go? Yes, Jeff, th they are ready to go. Wow, that is surprising. Starting on March 30th... I mean, really surprising. Starting on March 30th. <laughs> really, really surprising. Starting on March 30th. I, mean, I can hardly believe. Jeff, for the love of God, would you shut the f up and let me finish this? Yes, the episodes are done. Edited. Ready to go. Unless something prevents me from posting the XML files, the listeners will get a new episode every Thursday starting on March 30th, 2023. We're even going to follow it up with an Elsewhere slash Meanwhile episode the week after the final episode so we can go through the normal features we usually do during our coverage of a cover month. Okay. Sorry. I was kind of shocked is all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone is. But it's happening, so let's move along. Can I tell people they can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Audible, and Spotify? Sure. And that the home for the show is www.fortressofbailey2.com? Yes, and that it is part of the Fortress of Bailey 2 podcasting network. Cool. Well, you know, the sun is out. You really have the edited. Now it's time for the segment of the show that we call Doom Splaining, where we explain stuff related to the Doom Patrol. And this episode, we are explaining 
and talking and loving Unstoppable Doom Patrol, issue one. Mm, and I'm going to tell you what it's all about briefly, because I think this is the new strategy that we're going to have on the show. We discuss this offline. It's not for the audience to know, but it's what we're doing. You're doing this briefly, are you? <laughs> All right, so this is Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. you what? are doing this briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the real Paul and what have you done with it? All right, all right. Uh, this issue was entitled Degenerates One and All. It was written by Dennis Culver and it was uh, drawn by Chris Burnham. Uh, Brian Reba was the colorist. Pat Brousseau was the letterer. Ben Abernathy was the editor. It had uh, 18,000 covers. No, um... <laughs> Well, all right, let's talk at the covers. No, I'll talk about... Uh, we'll do the issue. What happens in the issue? Okay, you ready? Um, the Doom Patrol rolls into Gotham City on a rescue mission to liberate a metahuman from Metagen, Inc. This puts them in conflict with the company security, Batman and Robin, and the guy they're trying to rescue. At the same time, the Brotherhood of Evil rolls into Mont Blanc, Switzerland on a mission to steal from General Immortus. Both teams walk away changed, one with a new member and one changed forever by betrayal. <gasps> Okay, let's go through the issue. So, um, yeah, it starts off, we've got a wonderful splash page of the brain and Mala, and um, we see that the brain is now in a robot gorilla body. Mm. Yes. Yeah, nice. Very um, cool. Yeah, and they are fighting uh, zombie-like dudes in the mountains of Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and uh, the brain tells us things are about to get weird. Yeah. Not lying. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Mm, yes. Then, yeah, then we're cutting to the Doom Patrol roaring into Gotham City in their black little bus, uh, which I'm assuming was uh, kind of co-opted from the TV show. Cause they've it's never a tribute. Had, yeah, never had the, the black little bus there. <laughs> they park really inconveniently for the rest of Gotham on this street. We're, we're kind of getting some very brief introductions, including Beast Girl, uh, a, a new character, before all hell breaks loose and... Um, yeah, the character we eventually learn is Degenerate, who yeah. joins the team at the end. You know, he comes launching out of the mutagenic skyscraper with uh, security guards and all hell breaks loose. But I love when they rock into town. Like, they are obviously, they've got this new team thing, mission thing going, and they're not very used to using each other's code names. So they keep no. almost saying each other's names. Yeah. And um, the people of Gotham uh, hate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a nice little callback to them being booed and yelled at everywhere they go in public. Yeah. yeah, they uh, yeah they get a lot of it's like uh, New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we see that uh, Larry is getting uh, messages from Mento, who is working with Doctor Calder back at the base, and they are directing him as to where this uh, metahuman is. Yeah, that that's a very cool new team dynamic. That Mento is safely back at at the shelter using his mental powers to help the team. That's mm. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and Jane is the chief in this scene, and she is um, leading the team and very um, comfortable in her authority. She's very effective, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, but as the building erupts and all the bits and pieces fall down, we see this is the character known as the Degenerate, and he's able to um, generate uh, monsters. Yeah. Yeah, well, toothy, toothy monsters, toothy, fleshy, scary monsters. So I think, as he says later in the issue, that the the angrier he gets, the more rolled up and 
pumped up he gets, the more he degenerates into monstrous forms. It's like really large dandruff with teeth that he's able to generate. Yuck. But yes. <laughs> but we do cut back to Switzerland, which has... Um, yeah, the Brain and Mallow are killing uh, zombie men, um, and they break into the general's base, and we see the general's very decrepit looking old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing yes. new there. Yeah, uh, it's in the name, Amortis. Um, yeah, but the Brain says, um, you have the resin. <laughs> is it? Is it this the bloody Lazarus resin again, or is yes. it a new resin? No, I'm, I'm, I'd be fairly confident it's a Lazarus resin they're talking about. Uh, okay, yeah. And the brain says, you have to come and join the Brotherhood. Uh, let me help you. And uh, General says, not so fast. He doesn't say that, but, you know. Yeah. That's the and, vibe uh, of the thing. Yeah. That's the vibe of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, the brain's not down with that and throws a massive fist uh, to crush the General's skull. And the fist is intercepted by <gasps> Mala. <gasps> yeah, so, mm. Uh, mm, a switcheroo. Yes. One thing I did like in that scene was that Immortus pretty much explains his slightly different demeanour in the world's finest appearances of the team, because in that, the patrol found out that Immortus had dementia, Mm. and that's why he was holed away in Switzerland. And in this story, he says, uh, you know, my decline these last few years has indeed been exaggerated. So maybe it was a ruse, Paul. A ruse. A ruse. Finally. A switch a ruse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes. Then we cut back to the chaos in Gotham. The team are fighting uh, the mutagenic security teams and the degenerate monsters. Uh, and that's where we get introduced to Shy. Yes. Jane's new altar. Shy. Mm. Yeah. So they um they grab a security guard from Metagen. You get to wear a funky blue sort of jumpsuit with well, almost uh, ninja like yeah with a green mask it's mm. very uh, it's like the the foot or the hand depending on which ninjas you favor yes the armpit um no and yeah they um plonk him down and jane basically manifests the shy to interrogate him and yeah we find what's her deal she she covers her face and shows one eye mm-hmm. and then then there's a real shock because she put, moves her hands and she just has one eye on one yes. side. Yes. That's, that's the whole thing. One eye. No other facial features. No, no other facial. No mouth. No nose. No. Yeah. How does she smell? How does, can she pick a nose? No, she can't. <laughs> anyway. Because she hasn't got a nose, so she might want to choose one. I'm saying not. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Been too much snot talk in this show. Yes, it has, Paul. Thank yes, you. Yes, it has. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> I'm going to take it as a compliment. How about you continue on with the story? <laughs> yeah, but um, this uh, this poor hapless guard uh, explains what happened. So when the uh, Lazarus volcano erupted and uh, metahumans went active all over the place, like the metagene, um, yeah, so metagen was a company formed to basically exploit uh, poor hapless metahumans and um, basically do medical stuff and maximize the profits based on their thing. So they experimented on this poor dude and tortured him. And then, um, yeah, he started to manifest these little bits and creatures and sort of the dandruff things that we we're talking about before. Not really dandruffy. They're sort of more like uh, the you know, alien xenomorph little face hugs and stuff. Um, yeah. But he busted loose and he was pretty annoyed, pretty cross. Yeah. 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 And, 
this conversation is ended. They find out all this truth, and then you know the degenerate leaps out of the building above them onto the street, and he's giant. He's spiky. He's monstrous. He's, uh, um, yeah, he, he's like, uh, yeah, he's cool looking. He, he's reminiscent of Doomsday. Yeah, with, without quite so many protruding spiky bone bits. No smooth bits. He's all spike. Oh yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, the chief Jane uh, tells the negative spirit to knock him out, and he zooms in him. And um, yeah, nah, degenerate is so negative already that he can punch out the negative spirit. Mm. And uh, yeah, and that's never happened to Larry before. He's no. uh, fallen on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they need a new plan, and Cliff and new member Beast Girl, they decide that they are going to, um, they need to be uh, free to act. Yes. But just before the next part of the plan can be enacted, we are interrupted by Batman and Robin, and it's Tim Drake, I believe. Well, they don't mention which Robin it is. Ah, it's Tim Drake. You think? He's, he's, he's got Tim Drake hair, sweeps in. Like, Damien has a whole different vibe. And, um, yeah, I think, like, lately in the Bat books, Tim Drake has been the sort of reliable Robin on the scene. So I'm taking it as uh, it's Tim Drake. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's in Tim Drake's outfit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm yes, right. Pat. I'm right. Okay. Uh, yes, Batman and Robin, they, uh, unsurprisingly, they turn up in a fight scene in Gotham. And I love how Chief Jane goes, this isn't a crime scene, it's a rescue mission. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> eat that, Batman. And I, I like on the following page how, and we've heard this from Dennis himself when he was talking about the different pillars or the different functions in the DCU and what happens to new superpowered people. You know, Jane's explaining to Batman, Arkham's, you know, only temporary. <laughs> uh, and they'll probably end up in an experiment either there or in Star Labs, or they'll become a weapon for the Suicide Squad. And, you know, Batman, you don't understand because you aren't a metahuman. And the look on Batman's face when she says that, it's like, oh shit. What <laughs> How else? dare you speak truth to me? <laughs> what else does she know? <laughs> That's an awesome page, that, yeah. Yeah, and she's fighting the whole time she's lecturing him. So <laughs> she yeah. disables the guard and takes his gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's awesome. Chief Jane is awesome. Yeah. And Chris Burnham goes absolutely bonkers drawing weaponry at this point. Like, all the guards have different things. They've got the electric fork. They've got crazy, crazy guns mm -hmm. with double barrels and single barrels. And they're all, you know, I really like the designs of everything. Yeah. And, you know, the guards themselves, you know, uh, as they're getting punched, you can see their eye holes going in very weird positions. You go, could your head go that far back? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, my favorite part of the issue is right now, and that's where... Beast Girl, Unleashed. So she basically, yeah, we find out a little bit about her powers as um, she says, run, and all the guards run away. Mm -hmm. And she just looks adorable. That's the funny yeah. thing. Yeah, she's just this funny little furry Beast Girl, and it's awesome stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently her powers mess with your primal instincts, which are fight or flight. And she explains that it uh, affects the amygdala, not the Batman villain, but the part of the brain. Um, yeah. yeah. So it just turns things up so people either run away or, you know, go into fight mode. And But most people run away. And in yes. this case, everyone runs away, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Super cool. And then Jane and Batman fighting back to back. Very cool. Mm. I like how... <laughs> 
Jane's just basically laying truth bombs all over Batman. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to defend his, his his present there in the fight, and he's like, you know, now hold on, Chief. The Justice League has, and she says, no, the Justice League was a group of aliens, Amazons, Atlanteans, and some humans with special gadgets. The only regular member of that team with an active metagene is too fast to ever be caught. The rest of us aren't so lucky. And Robin goes, she's got a point. <laughs> Batman's like, not now, Robin. <laughs> Shut up, chum. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she really clearly lays out what the Doom Patrol are here. They're, they're to, here to rescue people so they're not going to get exploited. You know, it's um, mm. in this day and age, people get exploited all the time, and this is, you know, a noble mission. Yes. And um, yeah, Batman, he can't argue. No, no. Meanwhile, the Junior is huge, huge, and he's mm. about to eat a guy. And um, Cliff points out that he hasn't killed anyone yet, and this is the moment they've got to stop him. And he does, you know, I understand your pain. He talks to him, talks to him and explains everything. And gradually, as he talks him through and says, you know, we've all suffered, but, you know, we can get through this together, uh, the degenerate sort of gets less monstery and more kind of (laughs) normal. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, but yeah, he um, he runs on anger. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Still yeah. a bit of anger, yeah. And it, it's made clear that it was Beast Girl's power in tandem with, with Cliff's talking that that's what uh, has, has calmed Degenerate down to an extent. Yeah. Because Degenerate kind of goes, you know what, screw that, but if you can keep me out of jail, I'll work with you guys, whatever, sure. But then as he's walking away... He just growls at Beast Girl and says, if you ever use your powers on me again, it will be the last time you ever use them. And she's yeah. Like, and this she's is... Like, it. it's like, <laughs> yeah, but he goes all sort of lobby and, and harmless looking, but then he beefs up a bit as he gets angry again, but yeah. sort of stops. And he, he has lost his clothing and his, it looks like a pizza box he's covering his junk with. Yeah. 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 Um, My bits. <laughs> <laughs> My bits. Classic <laughs> stupid old moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, then they can leave the scene. We see uh, the Metagen people getting arrested. Um, there's bits of degenerate monsters everywhere. Degenerate has a jacket around his his bum at the by this stage. Um, <laughs> Batman says, "Fine, we'll try it your way this time." <laughs> and Robin goes, "Nice, <laughs> but I'll be watching." Mm, yeah. mm, like that uh, lady from Monsters Inc. I'll be watching. <laughs> Roz. <laughs> yes. That's. And as they leave, I love how Chief Jane shoots back at Batman. We don't care. I wasn't asking you or anyone else for permission. It's just like they're really taking this whole unstoppable stance. It's like they're going to do what they're going to do. They don't give a shit about anyone else. They're saving the monsters, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But then we hear a little bit of dialogue bleeding onto that page and said, you think they have what it takes? And then we see that it's uh, General Blanche talking to his new operative to lead uh, missions against the Doom Patrol. So he's basically annoyed by the Doom Patrol and wants to come after them. Oh, Carter. It's like, you know, the guys who, you know, oh, John Wick's a real problem. We should try and kill him. Yeah, let's try and kill John Wick. Yeah, we'll spend Mm. all our efforts trying to kill John Wick. That'll work out. But, um, yeah, we see the the person who was teased online, uh, but not teased enough that you knew who it was, uh, is actually Peacemaker. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I thought it was Agent Liberty, and it hurts to be wrong. I got (laughs) on I'm not often wrong, but on this case... Well, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it was a surprise. It was a surprise, yeah. but a good one. Yeah. 
Very cool. But I, I just love the the centrality of this Doom Patrol in the DC universe. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not off being weird on the side. You know where it is. You know what's yeah. happening. You know who the players are. And there's people who don't like them who we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love very it. Very cool. I'm, I'm re-watching the Peacemaker show at the moment and enjoying it very much. Cool. Nice. With my son. Right. Sorry. Sorry for that, son. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, we see that they are going to take the Doom Patrol apart and mm-hmm. uh, Peacemaker is going to lead that. And um, they imply that they've been Doom Patrol's been infiltrated by someone from the espionage unit. Carter, what have you done? Oh. I um, really hope that General Blanche's name does turn out to be Carter. I'll be really disappointed with <laughs> myself. <laughs> Dennis, if you're listening, run with it, mate. It's a freebie. Just just go with it. I'll, I'll, I'll be over the moon if it turns out to be... If not, okay, fair enough. But, you know, mm. it would be so hilarious if his name was Carter Blanche. So, yeah. anyway, as you were saying. Yes, but then next we're back in Switzerland where Maller and the Brain are fighting, and Maller says, you know, you turned toxic a long time ago. You've not been a very good person, a good boss. And we have seen that Maller is, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a prick, and he thinks he's better than everyone else. So, you know, it may not have been a pleasure to work for him all those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they're as bad as each other, but yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you know... Mella says, I made your robot body, and I know all its flaws, and he punches the brain's head off. Mm. And, yeah, and then we get the end panel of one page. He's lifting a foot to stomp down on the brain's head, and the brain's going, damn you to hell. And, you know, it's going, oh, is it going to happen? And it does. It does. Yeah. Should we have done a spoiler warning at the start of this Tim's planning segment, maybe? I often wonder that, but I think people know what they're in for. They know what we're talking about. And can I just say, on social media, so many of our friends have been posting shots of the issues that they've bought. And, yeah, people are buying physical copies. Like, Martin Gray went and got a physical one. He's just Mm. a good scratch it. And, yeah, and I I see so many people who bought more than one issue because of the scratch-off thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then we we see that the general uh, is triumphant. And he says, we both have everything we could ever wish for, and so much more. And he's holding up his little uh, resin bit. I think mm. it's resin. Could be something else. I don't know. I'm assuming that's resin. And yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to use that on the remains of the brain. I don't know. Is this the end of the brain? Uh, I, I I don't think so. Yeah. He's, and, he's I a mean, classic Doom Patrol villain. Yeah, and there's a Kyle Stark series with Peacemaker, which has uh, Mallor and the Brain in it, so mm, yeah. maybe the Brain isn't in it, and I've just been assuming that because I saw Mallor was in it. Ooh. 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 Anyway, I'm going to move that book to my purchase list, and Kyle Starks will be at Heroes Con. I'm going to Heroes Con. Again? Again, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unstoppable in my Heroes Conning. All right, All right. Uh, now, Michael, I have... Uh, the scratch-off variant. I haven't scratched it. And I think I might scratch it now. Whilst you're doing that, I'm also going to reach over and grab my copy of the scratch-off variant, and I'm going to scratch mine off as well. So this is going to be audio gold for the listeners, (laughs) as we are both frantically scratching off the Mm. mirror. And, And I went slightly crazy, and yes, I've got two copies of this mirror variant. So they might be able to hear me scratching the cover. All right, I'm starting. Yeah. All right, I'm starting. Oh, yes, I can hear you scratching. 
I'm your cheek surround I haven't done it. <laughs> oh, it's the swimming. Oh, oh. 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 Mine says, fuck you, Paul. What? <laughs> Burnham finally got that <laughs> commission piece <laughs> done for me. <laughs> Very well. How did you get it to D's Books and Comics in Bill Conan? Oh, look. Never mess with a Garvey. Um... <laughs> I'm going to get a tissue and wipe off the residue from where I was scratching. I've got Sun Daddy. What? I've got Sun Daddy. I have Shy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. This is such a cool thing for a comic book. Very good. Um, Now, uh, on the cover it says, there's a little heart to the side, and it says CB plus EP. Yes. Yes, I'm presuming that's Chris Burnham declaring his love for someone. Who could EP be? Maybe it's Easy Peasy, the wonderful children's book available now. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is, because, you know, there's, there's been several times where Kylie's been on the phone with, you know, I can tell by the, the deep tones that it's a man's voice. I'm like, who's that? And she's like, oh, no, I, no, I don't. It's Chris Burnham. It's Chris Burnham. <laughs> he, he really likes that book. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fantastic. So I'm going to, I, I, when I bought this issue, I put it in my comics database and I had the option to say which cover it was, but it also had the unscratched option. So I picked the unscratched option, but I'm actually going to go in there now and delete the unscratched one and put in the shy. shy More one. gold for the listeners as you do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What no, a, that that what was a... very cool. And, and thank you to the team for putting that together. That's a very cool variant. All right. Now. Michael, who gets the Doom Gong this issue? Who is the most doomable player? Before we get to that, can I raise my one nitpick with this book? No. Okay, so the Doom Gong... <laughs> no? As, right. your, as your scratch-up variant said, fuck you, Paul. Um, <laughs> the w- this is a great first issue. Great Andrew. introductions, great art. The the one, and I feel bad for raising this because it is such a good first issue. In the credits page, on the very first page, I would yeah. have really liked to have seen a Doom Patrol created by Arnold Drake and Bruno Premiani oh, credit. Yeah. That is my okay. one nitpick. Other than that, this is a great first issue. Uh, the colouring, the lettering, the, the writing, the, the artwork, the, the story itself, the action, the the mystery about what is going on between Mala and the general, fantastic stuff. I'd uh, just and, like to have seen a credit to the cre- original creators of the Patrol. And new character debuts. Yeah, yes. The Degenerate. Yes. Yeah. And the Chief. Well, we saw the Chief but in the other issue, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. And this is a standalone issue. You can read this. You don't have to read anything that came before. You don't have to read anything that came after it. You don't have to listen to any podcast about it. I'm just um, I, I will disagree with those last two points. Listen <laughs> to us. Buy all of D- Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Put it on your pull list if you haven't already. Tell your yeah. friends to put it on their pull list. Yeah. Just, Love it. Yeah. Love it. And lots of little tributes to things. So, like, there's, there's things that we glossed over that, like, the shot of the bus is, you know, it's like the Doom Patrol poster for season one of the TV show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. other than Beast Girl in the very back, peering out. Yeah. Back window. 
<laughs> and I love that uh, Elastigirl is reading a copy of Dan Goria, the horror magazine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Other, other than that minor nitpick, yes. Uh, Doom Gong. Uh, I... I'm going to go a bit meta. I'm giving the Doom Gong to the creative team of this comic book. They all did a fantastic job. Wow. You yeah. just won't be bound by any rules there. No, okay. I, I won't. Much like you with your questions in the Doom, <laughs> Doom Patrol history guessing game. I'm doing what I want. I'm saying what I want. I'm giving the award to the creative team. People love my shtick. I just want you to know. <laughs> Do they, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my Doom Gong. Um, I'm well. I mean, I, I like the things. Too. I think Larry did a good job because Larry is the interface between um, uh, Mento and the mm-hmm. Chief, and I like the fact that he implies that Mento wants to push harder than he's allowed to. So there's there's mm-hmm. that distrust of Mento, which is pretty well placed, as yeah. we we could agree. That's but I think I think uh, the Chief did a fantastic job. Jane ran the team really well and directed everyone with certainty and uh, and then she talked down Bat- Batman. I mean, that Batman doesn't get told off very often. No. And this yeah. is one of those issues where it happens. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I'm going to give it to uh, the Chief. But nice. I could easily give it to many others. So they, I mean, everyone did something and they all did it well. Yeah. Yeah. So lovely. Fantastic. And uh, I, I love... Ooh, I just noticed there's a, a building called uh, with a sign that says Aaron's. I wonder if that's related to the E and the P on the... F- yeah. Aaron... Prokovich. No? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm getting distracted. Uh, we've done it. We've done it. We've finished the issue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I am... I'm always hyped for a new Doom Patrol series. I'm especially hyped for this new series and this new era. I think it's a great mission statement. I look, I'm super keen to see the shelter and how they operate in there and the rest of the Doom Patrol support team. So we should be seeing Flex and Mento and Niles Calder in the shelter in the next issue. So We called it the Sanctuary last issue, didn't we? Did we? I think we did. That was bad. That was... That is yeah. bad. Sorry. It's a terrible mistake, and I wouldn't want anyone to realise that. No, but maybe you. maybe people will realise we're human. We're up very early on a Sunday morning recording this, um, and our brains are abuzz with new Doom Patrol in general. So, well, that was last issue, so I don't. It didn't even. Not even anyway. Uh, well, we're st- my- we're still in the start of a new era. So, I, if yeah, if it were okay, me, yeah. I would forgive a little bit of brain fuzziness due to excitement over the start of a new Doom Patrol era. Can we use the word epoch? I like era. I, I like epoch. Epoch sounds like bigger and a bit more full of itself and a little bit smug, Paul. Yeah, that's I like it. <laughs> anyway, I think we've doomed explained that. How far would you go to be a team player in your workplace? I'm Big Tim from Luke and Tim Make a Movie Podcast, and guess what? We're going to make a movie. Performance Review tells the story of an awkward office worker who finds that being a people pleaser can be dangerous when a performance review takes a sinister turn. 
by supporting Performance Review on Kickstarter, you can score yourself some really cool treats like the digital download of the finished film, signed posters, and for the high rollers, you can even snatch up an associate producer credit on IMDb. Check out Performance Review on Kickstarter by going to kickstarter.com and typing Performance Review in the search engine. And that's part of the show where we talk about the mailbag of doom, mail that we have heard, things that people have written to us and stuff. Um, so, you know, thanks very much for all the coffee uh, caffeination members. Yes. The, the, yes. the heart of our caffeination, the birth of a caffeination, the caffeination army. You will receive your instructions soon. Um, <laughs> Just in case any um, legal entity or global organization is listening in, no. It's, it's a joke. I want to turn them into an army. Uh, do you? Do you think, what do you think of the name Mokalisha? Uh, it's like militia. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But uh, you know, I guess not all coffee is mocha. No. Let's, let's, workshop, let's, let's circle back to that and we'll workshop <laughs> at it another time. Was there anything at all in the mailbag, for the love of God? Was there anything? Yeah, in the yes. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah, we got a message on our Podbean site uh, in the show comments from Craig, Craig McDee, Craig McDaniel. He bought lots of issues. So I saw them. Mm. He scratched them light. He did a video. Craig is a Master Doom Patrol fan um, yes. and yeah, a fan of ours, and I like him very much. Yes, like he's him. a good bloke, as we say over here. A top bloke. Top Dead bloke. set, bloody legend, yep. as we say here. Yes. Um, he said, I enjoyed the short story. Love the art. Love the humanity of the Doom Patrol. And still lots of action, but the problem was solved with empathy and compassion rather than just violence. Can't wait for Unstoppable Doom Patrol. And that, that time is here. Yeah. Wait no more, Craig. It's and here. everyone else, yeah. Yeah. It's here. Fantastic. It's now. It's a hot new happening thing. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for your comment. Yes. Uh, Thanks, Craig. Yeah. And if you want to send us comments, please do. So what's up next, Mike? Tell me. Uh, next time, in a few weeks' time, we will be back for Unstoppable Doom Patrol issue two. So looking forward to that one. Yes. <laughs> and that's us pretty much done for this episode. We made it. We did. Start, we're at the start of a new era, or for some people, epoch, of the Doom Patrol, um, and I'm very excited. I, it's I, fantastic. It's really it, fun. It's a it's really good issue. Really, like, fun. I, I, I think everyone across the board was just really happy to get, read that issue and go, "Oh yeah, it's a it's a yeah. new Doom Patrol," and it it feels different and fresh, and it, it is. It's it's got the fun elements of the original '60s run for me. Um, yeah, and it's 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 got the modern day setting it's look yeah we've gone on long enough but it's a great issue if you haven't already read it i apologize for spoiling it for you too bad but yeah go out and get it buy lots yeah. of copies of it so that the powers that be at dc go hey this doom patrol stuff might actually be worth something <laughs> and they let dennis <laughs> and chris do as many look i'm torn between wanting dennis and chris and, and co do it ongoing I'd really love to see him do it ongoing, but I also like the idea of yearly seasons as well, because that gives them plenty of time to plot, to plan, to draw, to create as best as possible. But I want this creative team on this property for as long as possible. 
Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think this is a really, really good start. I mean, it was sort of acknowledging the past, but it wasn't slavishly reverential, and it pushed things forward. It gave us new characters. It did dramatic things with existing characters, such as the brain. And, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was great. It was good fun. Stood alone. Batman got told off, and it's, you know, hardly <laughs> ever happens, but well done. And it's got just enough weirdness in there that you don't have to go up and do a deep dive on Google or Wikipedia to yep. figure out what the fuck is being talked about. So, yep. Which is fine in small doses and maybe a few decades ago, but yeah. It yeah. Was really but I, I love Beast Girl. I want to get my daughter to draw me a Beast Girl, but she probably won't because she well, only draws me a drawing every four years. <laughs> and well. it's then something she chooses, not what I want. Well, <laughs> but look, I, got just, a, I got a dead shot from her, which is cool. I will just work the phrase Beast Girl into every conversation you have with Lucy. Yeah. From now on, until she coughs up the goods. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can contact us via Wilfred on Twitter at WFDPod. You can email us at waitingfordoom at gmail.com. You can also check out the Waiting for Doom Facebook page, where apparently we have 1.2 thousand followers. I still don't <laughs> quite get that. Paul, I have texted you the screenshot I took of that. Oh. For your viewing pleasure. Um, if you would like to support us and the silliness we do, uh, you can find us on Buy Me a Coffee uh, as Waiting for Six, or if you look for Waiting for Doom, you'll find us as well. And as always, we have the awesome WaitingForDoom.com website, which is all our episodes for this and our other shows. So we'll sign off for now. As always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a crumbum. And we'll catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom. Waiting for Doom. Laser focused. <laughs> Fart focused. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.